Our new book, The Art of Business Wars, features stories and lessons from history's greatest business rivalries, with powerful insights uncovered through hundreds of episodes of Business Wars. Go to Wondery.com forward slash The Art of Business Wars to order your copy now. Join Wondery Plus to listen to Business Wars one week early and ad-free in the Wondery app. Just download the Wondery app in your Apple or Google Play mobile app store today. December 2007, the Paris suburb of Nanterre. Francoise Betancourt Myers sits in the lobby of a law office. The 54-year-old French woman waits patiently with a designer tote bag in her lap and thick tortoiseshell glasses perched on her nose. She looks like the firm's typical upscale clientele, but the L'Oreal heiress is actually one of the richest women in the world. Olivier Metzner opens his office door, peering through his small, trendy red glasses into the lobby. He has an intimidating demeanor, fitting for a criminal defense attorney known as the gangster's lawyer. And it's precisely why Myers has come to see him today. She needs a ruthless attorney by her side. Metzner sizes her up, beckoning her into his office. Mrs. Myers, come in. Metzner sits behind his large mahogany desk as Myers settles into a chair. She pulls a thick file folder from her bag and places it on the desk in front of her. So what brings you here today, Mrs. Myers? I want to file a criminal lawsuit, but it's complicated and a sensitive matter. Metzner looks intrigued. Who are you suing? Francois-Marie Bonnier. He's a close friend of my mother, Lillianne Betancourt. Lillianne Betancourt is the only child of L'Oreal founder Eugène Schuler. And what are you accusing Mr. Bonnier of? Mr. Bonnier has been a close friend of my mother's since the late 80s. He's a novelist and a photographer. You've probably seen his work in a magazine. But now he's taking advantage of my mother. She's not well. Myers looks down at her lap, collecting herself. We think it's dementia. I'm sorry to hear about that. Thank you. Myers passes a large document to Metzner. That's an itemized list of all the assets that my mother has given Mr. Beignet as gifts. At least, those I'm aware of. Metzner's eyes widen as he reads the document. This adds up to over a billion dollars. Yes, and as you can see, it was in many forms. Cash, life insurance policies, paintings by Picasso and Matisse. Well, that is quite a list. Are you absolutely certain your mother isn't just very fond of her friend? I know Mr. Bunier quite well. He's a predator. He was insulting to my late father. He monopolizes my mother's time and isolates her from her family. Recently, an employee told me she overheard Bunier trying to convince my mother to legally adopt him. You think he's after her fortune? Yes, and her dementia is getting worse. I'm worried. I want to expose him, take him to court, and I want my mother under court-ordered guardianship. Metzner considers. He pages through the document once more. I'll take your case, but you should prepare yourself for a long and difficult fight, with this much money at stake. I'm not afraid to fight. 
it will be a few years before the case makes its way to a courtroom. And what comes to light is not just the machinations of a grifter, but revelations about dealings within the company that put the future of L'Oreal on the line. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies' Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business. And be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak with a Dell Technologies advisor today. Louisiana has unmistakably unique culture, world-class cuisine, and the nation's top-ranked workforce development program. This incredible state's business environment is powerful, rich, and diverse. It's the gateway to 38 states and the world with a port system delivering the most domestic cargo in the U.S. It's also where NASA and higher ed partners build rockets that will transport the first women to the moon. Discover Louisiana's investment resources at OpportunityLouisiana.com to learn how your company can gain a competitive advantage in Louisiana. From Wondery, I'm David Brown, and this is Business Wars. In our last episode, Estee Lauder fended off competitors by acquiring two trendy up-and-coming brands, Mac and Bobby Brown. Meanwhile, L'Oreal took a chance on ailing American drugstore brand Maybelline, and thanks to rebranding and a slew of new products, its profits grew exponentially, making the company the top beauty brand in the world. But the approach of a new millennium brings changes. In 1999, Leonard Lauder transitions from CEO to Chairman Emeritus. In 2004, his mother, Estee Lauder, dies. Now, Leonard's son, William Lauder, is holding the rudder steady at the helm. But the bitter court battle Myers launches will sear L'Oreal. And both companies must deal with a new force in the makeup industry. Influential YouTube beauty vloggers whose millions of followers can make or break a product. This is Episode 6, Lipstick Lockdown. 2008, Estee Lauder Headquarters, New York City. William Lauder is sitting in his father's old office. The family resemblance is clear, especially as Leonard appears in the doorway. You wanted to see me, son? William smiles apprehensively at his father. Yes, come in. Leonard enters the office that was his for many years. He feels out of place on the other side of the desk, but his new role on the sidelines suits him. He looks happy, well-rested. William fidgets. He knows what he's about to say will ruin his father's good mood. So what did you want to tell me? We've been going over the numbers for prescriptives. 
with the current recession, they're just not good, Dad. I hate to say this, but I think we need to close all of the stores for the brand. I'm hoping you'll give your blessing. Leonard looked sad, but not surprised. I knew this day would come. I'm honestly surprised it took this long. So, you understand? I know how much it means to you. I not only understand, I feel responsible. I should have drawn a hard line about distribution early on. We were overextended. We could have avoided this. We'll still sell the products online. I think it could really thrive there. Online? Isn't that something? This company was built on your grandmother personally applying makeup to a woman's face. Now people order products on the internet and figure it out for themselves. Estee Lauder does close all prescriptive stores, but the brand sells well online thanks to a loyal customer base. Meanwhile in France, L'Oreal heiress Francoise Betancourt Myers has filed a contentious lawsuit. She believes her mother Lillianne Betancourt was conned into giving her friend lavish gifts in cash. The suit is winding its way to court until trial, until one day when everything blows up. May 2010. Myers and her lawyer, Olivier Metzner, are once again in his office. But this time, they're in crisis mode. Myers works up the courage to ask the question that brought her here today. Did you listen to them? Yes. They're talking about secret recordings by the household butler that document conversations between her mother, Lillianne Bedencourt, her friend, Francois-Marie Bagnier, and various staff members. How bad is it? I couldn't bring myself to listen to any more details of Bunier's manipulation. You might want to sit down. I'll stand. Well, the good news is there's plenty that'll help our case against Bonnier, But there are other revelations in these tapes. For starters, your mother apparently has over $100 million hidden in offshore Swiss bank accounts. Not to mention an island in the Seychelles that she never paid taxes on. And her financial advisor can be heard suggesting a variety of uh, <clears throat> colorful solutions to reduce her tax liability. Oh, no. Myers drops to a chair, burying her head in her hands. The public will hate us. We'll be ruined. Public opinion is the last of our concerns. Your mother is potentially facing very serious criminal accusations. They're saying she secretly gave $195,000 to Nicolas Sarkozy's re-election campaign. That's 42 times the legal limit. Sarkozy is the current president of France. They sit in silence for a moment. Metzner leans in. As my client, I have to ask, did you know about these recordings? Of course not. Mrs. Myers... Are you absolutely certain? Because a source has indicated you might have commissioned them. And I'm sure you understand that would suggest you're trying to set up your family. Now, she's caught off guard. Myers' face goes blank. There's a paper trail. Now, did you or did you not pay Claire Thibault, your mother's former accountant, $515,000? 
That was a personal matter. When she came to me to discuss her concerns about Bonnier, she worried that speaking up would mean losing her job. I promised her I'd protect her, that if she was fired, I'd supplement her severance. As it turns out, she was let go. I was just keeping my word. Well, it doesn't look good. Claire is set to testify against Bonnier in two months. They could accuse you of witness tampering. What will happen to L'Oreal? I don't know. With any luck, the headlines will focus more on Sarkozy than on your mother. Tell me this. Has your family ever talked about moving L'Oreal out of France? Because I have to imagine Sarkozy will be very interested in ensuring that doesn't happen, given L'Oreal's influence on the economy. My mother has always said that as long as she's alive, L'Oreal will remain in France. But if she's declared mentally unfit in the course of the trial, her shares could come under your control. Nestle owns a third of the company, correct? Why is that relevant? Nestle is Swiss. If you sold to them, then... Just like that, L'Oreal's business and assets leave France. And who's to say I would do that? I just want you to be prepared for speculation, Ms. Myers. The media jumps on the story. The Butlergate tapes and allegations of tax evasion and influence peddling have added an extra twist to a very public spat between Lillian Betancourt and her daughter, a public spat that has turned into a legal wrangle and is now being heard here in this court. L'Oreal CEO Lindsay Owen-Jones is also dragged into the mess. Revelations come to light showing that he, too, accepted extravagant private gifts from Lillian Betancourt, worth more than 100 million euros, including a 77-foot yacht. Gifts that could be seen as creating a conflict of interest by leading Owen-Jones to privilege Betancourt over other shareholders. The gifts draw scrutiny because they were kept secret from both the public and from Nestle, L'Oreal's second largest shareholder after its founding family. But Owen Jones is credited with accelerating the growth of the company, so he's able to escape with his reputation fairly unscathed. In 2015, Francois-Marie Bagnier is convicted of abusive weakness of Lillian Betancourt. He faces two and a half years in prison and a $158 million fine. But after an appeal, his sentence is reduced to a $375,000 fine and four years probation. Much like Eugène Schuler's maneuvering after World War II to quiet critics, L'Oreal manages not only to survive the scandal, but to thrive. With this latest drama in the past, it's time for both Estee Lauder and L'Oreal to look to the future. And that future is online. June 2016, New Jersey. Carol Hamilton is the head of L'Oreal's luxury division. She pushes open the heavy glass doors of an Ulta beauty store. Sporting bold red lipstick and an angular blonde bob, Hamilton is here on a reconnaissance mission because the makeup industry has a problem. It's growing at a rate of just 3% per year. With sales plateauing, the best way for companies like L'Oreal to grow is through acquisitions. And there are plenty of targets. Small, independent companies that are making waves with unique products. 
Hamilton smiles as she approaches her target, a demonstration for IT Cosmetics. Founder Jamie Kern Lima is speaking to a few dozen female customers, hanging on her every word. The charismatic 38-year-old brunette is in a bright pink dress, high heels, and a low ponytail. Most importantly, she has a flawless complexion. And today, she is showing off one of her signature products, a color correcting cream. I'm sure you're thinking my skin looks perfect. Lima brandishes a makeup removing wipe. She holds it to her right cheek, removing a patch of makeup. To the audience's surprise, what's underneath is red and blotchy. But I have rosacea. It's hereditary. It's painful. And regular foundation makes it look worse. Lima gets to work, squeezing cream from a tube onto a makeup brush. She holds up a mirror with one hand while she redoes her makeup with the other. When I created it, I wanted it to be a practical solution for women like me. How many of you struggle with a skin problem? Hamilton watches as over half the women in the crowd raise their hands. Lima's routine is well-practiced. It is one of the best-selling beauty brands on television shopping network QVC, where she regularly hawks her products. With other brands, you need five different products to achieve this same result. But with it, you only need this one tube. Lima finishes up. Her skin looks good as new with zero hints of the redness and inflammation underneath. We have a product for every concern. If you struggle with dark, puffy under-eye circles, we have our Bye Bye Under-Eye Concealer. If you want longer lashes, our superhero mascara stretches them while also applying anti-aging properties. Who has questions? Hamilton looks on with a smile as hands shoot up around the room. There's a reason the company raked in over $180 million in net profits last year. She's had her eye on this brand for some time, and now she's ready to make her move. In July 2016, L'Oreal purchases IT Cosmetics for $1.2 billion. It's L'Oreal's biggest acquisition in eight years. And Lima goes on to become the first ever female brand CEO in L'Oreal's 108-year history. The makeup industry is reaching a tipping point. While small brands can build a domestic following, they often lack the resources to expand overseas on their own. But Goliaths like L'Oreal and Estee Lauder have the international reach they need. Smaller brands know that acquisition is their best path towards meaningful growth, spurring more openness to consolidation. Soon, Hamilton and Lima are on a plane to bring it to Singapore. But L'Oreal's not the only beauty company looking to consolidate power by buying would-be competitors. Estee Lauder's ready to jump on the acquisition bandwagon too. And they've also got deep pockets. Where's my order? Where's my order? Where's my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom for Customer Support, the business messenger that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. 
Go to intercom.com slash support to learn more about Intercom's business messenger for customer support. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance, or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Go to Investor.gov today to learn about these investment products and more. How much do you already know about investing? Find out by putting your financial knowledge to the test with their new investment quiz. Investor.gov is your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. May 2016, New York City. Jacqueline Hill, a 25-year-old YouTube beauty vlogger with over 4 million subscribers, stands next to a tower of premium champagne bottles at an upscale launch party. She's dressed in a high-necked, long-sleeved, gold, glittery dress, and her cheeks shimmer like rose-gold disco balls. She stands next to Bob DeBaker, CEO of the Australian company Becca Cosmetics. He introduces her to the crowd, and they cheer with glasses of moe before Hill takes the mic. Honestly, I know that this sounds so extremely cheesy, and I don't care. Um, champagne pop has always represented more than a highlighter or a makeup product to me. It truly is. They're here to celebrate the launch of the Champagne Collection makeup line, a collaboration between Hill and Becca Cosmetics. Both DeBaker and Hill can't stop smiling. They know that as soon as the new line goes live, the cash will come flooding in. A year ago, Becca tapped into Hill's success by partnering with her for the first time on the Champagne Pop Highlighter, a product designed to attract light, enhance the cheekbones, and give skin a dewy glow. When the highlighter went on sale at Sephora, it sold 25,000 units in the first 20 minutes. Hill has been a rainmaker for the brand. The beauty community is one of YouTube's largest and most influential subcultures. Consumers like watching a real person actually use the product and trust these third-party sources more than brand-commissioned advertising. In 2018, beauty-related content is viewed 169 billion times. And Estee Lauder is paying attention. In October 2016, just three months after L'Oreal purchases IT Cosmetics, Estee Lauder acquires Becca for $200 million. And in a savvy move, L'Oreal also begins to collaborate with YouTube influencers, paying for ads on popular vloggers' channels and sending them free products in exchange for YouTube reviews. The payoff for L'Oreal is enormous. By the end of 2019, L'Oreal is the number one cosmetics company in the world with profits topping $33 billion. Estee Lauder may be half its size, with annual sales close to $15 billion, but it's growing three times faster thanks to its emerging markets overseas. That and an aggressive acquisition strategy that includes buying not only Becca, but Too Faced and Tom Ford Beauty. But then, disaster strikes on a global scale, and both companies are caught in the crosshairs. 
Late March, 2020, New York City. With Estee Lauder offices shuttered for safety, Leonard Lauder is working from his home office. He picks up his cell phone and calls his son, William. Hi, Dad. Have you seen the news? They're saying everyone should wear masks to stop the spread of coronavirus. And you're worried about what this will mean for makeup sales? I think you'll remember that I was the one to coin the term lipstick index. According to his theory, sales of smaller luxuries like lipstick go up in times of economic upheaval, replacing pricier purchases like shoes or new dresses. Yes, Dad, I remember. Well, think this might be a different animal entirely. As COVID-19 ravages the world, Estee Lauder's sales drop by a reported two-thirds. L'Oreal also takes a huge hit. Foundation and lip products suffer the worst declines. Women aren't dressing up what others can't see. They are, however, lavishing attention on their eyes and their skin. While stuck in their homes during the pandemic, many customers are turning to soothing masks and treatments for self-care. And thanks to popular vloggers, men too are learning the value of good skin care and anti-aging products. By 2025, the skincare industry alone is expected to be worth $189 billion globally. For Estee Lauder, which made close to half its sales from skincare products even before the pandemic, skincare looks like the clear path to a rebound. L'Oreal continues to explore the ways technology can increase their business. They launch an open innovation program an incubator aimed at developing beauty startups. And they acquire Modiface, an app that allows users to upload their photo and virtually try on different hair and makeup styles and products. With vaccines becoming increasingly available, there appears to be an end in sight for the pandemic's effects on the makeup industry. In China, business has already recovered, and experts estimate the same will happen in the United States by mid-2021. When Estee Lauder founded her empire, she declared women have a universal desire to feel beautiful. Though these are unprecedented times, the cosmetics industry has come through tough times before. And most agree, it will again. From Wondery, this is Episode 6 of Estee Lauder vs. L'Oreal for Business Wars. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen ad-free. You'll also find some links and offers from our sponsors in the episode notes. Supporting them helps us keep offering our shows for free. Another way you can support the show is by filling out a small survey at wondery.com survey, and tell us which business stories you'd like to hear. A quick note about recreations you've been hearing. In most cases, we can't know exactly what was said. Those scenes are dramatizations, but they're based on historical research. If you'd like to learn more about Estee Lauder, we recommend the book, The Company I Keep, My Life in Beauty by Leonard Lauder. I'm your host, David Brown. Aaron Conley wrote this story, voice acting by Michelle Philippi. Karen Lowe is our senior producer and editor, edited and produced by Emily Frost. Sound designed by Kyle Randall. Our associate producer is Kate Young, our executive producers are Jenny Lauer-Beckman and Marshall Louie. Created by Hernan Lopez for Wondering.
Hi, I'm Brooke. And I'm Arisha. And we're the hosts of Even the Rich. So I want you to imagine you're about to go on stage and perform in front of 30,000 cheering fans. You pop a cough drop, take some deep breaths, tell yourself, you can do this. And that's when your brother steps into your dressing room. He tells you the police are here. Either you clean up your act or you'll get arrested. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But you just laugh and say good because the you in this story is Madonna. You're going to give the police a moment they'll never forget. Ooh, so what happens next? If you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the newest season of Even the Rich, The Making of Madonna. Follow on Amazon Music, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app to listen ad-free.